We welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church, and what a joy it is to have you to tune in for us today. Did want to mention a couple of things that are coming up. First of all, this Wednesday night, we will be having our Ash Wednesday service. It will be at 6.30 p.m., and would love to have you to join us in the fellowship hall, or we will also be having this on Facebook as well. So wanted to let you know that. Also wanted to let you know that this next Sunday, February the 26th, our youth will be having a silent auction and a chili luncheon uh, starting at 10.30 and will go until around 12.30. So wanted to let you know that is an opportunity that you can come as well to be able to help with the fundraising efforts that these kids are doing for the playground equipment. So with no further things, wanted to get started with a word of prayer as we have this time of our podcast. And again, welcome and we're glad you tuned in. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to be able to come and have this time of worship by listening to this podcast. God, I'm grateful for each one that tunes in and pray that you will speak to us once more from the scripture and also the songs that will be sung. God, use this time in a special way give you all the praise.
Lots of different special days through the year, and today is another one of those. And it's the day that we remember when Jesus was transfigured in front of three of his disciples on a mountain, and thus fulfilled what Jesus said in the verse right before the scripture where we're starting today. Here, verse 27 to start with, it says, I assure you that some standing here won't die before they see God's kingdom. Well, what we're about to read is these three getting to see God's kingdom and what transpired on this very special moment in Jesus' life. But I also pray that we can see that just as certain aspects happened in this monumental moment, that there may need to have similar events happening in this day and time for us. Let's look at how Jesus turned an ordinary trip up the mountain for Peter, James, and John into something extraordinary that would be forever etched in their minds. Let's look at this powerful scripture now and see what it means for us in 2023. Here now, Luke chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. About eight days after Jesus said these things, he took Peter, John, and James and went up on a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes flashed flashed white like lightning. 
two men, Moses and Elijah, were talking with him. They were clothed with heavenly splendor and spoke about Jesus' departure, which he would achieve in Jerusalem. Peter and those with him were almost overcome by sleep, but they managed to stay awake and saw his glory as well as the two men with him. As the two men were about to leave Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it's good that we're here. We should construct three shrines, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he didn't know what he was saying. Peter was still speaking when a cloud overshadowed them. As they entered the cloud, they were overcome with awe. Then a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. Even as the voice spoke, Jesus was found alone. They were speechless and at the time told no one what they had seen. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. This amazing event gave these three disciples a brief glimpse of the true glory of the King of Kings. This was a special revelation of Jesus' divinity to three of the disciples. And it was God's divine affirmation of everything Jesus had done and was about to do. May we really allow the aspects of this scripture to soak in and take it in for what our Lord intended for us to see and experience. There are so many facets to this scripture with the actual transfiguration and Him being dazzling white to God saying what he did to the disciples to them not to say anything about this amazing event per Jesus's request and that part of this scripture is in Matthew 17 9 where he makes this request to Peter James and John and he said for them to not say anything about it until after the resurrection because there was still more teaching and miracles and life events still left to do before the world could really grasp the magnitude of Jesus. There's a couple of other important pieces here that the Lord wanted for me to share with you today to really evaluate in our own lives and what this means for us going forward. The first thing is for us to never underestimate what the Lord can do in any given moment or day. You see, Peter, James, and John thought they were just going on a routine hike up the mountain with Jesus. And before they could really grasp what was happening, Jesus had transfigured right in front of them. And not only were they in the midst of this dazzling, bright Jesus, they are also witnessing two Old Testament superstars in Moses and Elijah right in front of them 
talking with Jesus. Can you just envision that? I'd have to envision these three rubbing their eyes and making sure what they think they were seeing was real. And as we think of the implications this has for us in 2023, may we embrace the Lord's glory in every detail. Many times the Lord places in front of us something extraordinary that we were not expecting. And it catches us off guard to the point that we may miss the entire opportunity given to us before we realize what we had the chance to do or say. What the Lord reminded me of in this example is the opportunities He gives us day in and day out to witness for Him and how so many times we let the opportune window slip right by us before we even say a word. Again, the windows may not be open for very long. That's why we've got to be ready to speak or to act in the way that our Lord wants us to when that chance is given. We need to be praying for Him to make us aware of these moments and do something with them. And again, not let them slip through our fingers. Don't get caught in our own agendas, the things that we think that we must get done in a day where we let moments like this go without responding in the way the Lord needed us to do to that individual or to that group. Can't really take that moment back once it's come and gone. And so we've got to capitalize and be ready to speak when he calls for us. He's wanting us to keep our eyes and our ears open and ready to respond for him when the moment arises and know who to give the credit to. The transfiguring that needs to happen with us is to make each of these limelight events that happen daily to be broadcasted to others and to give the glory to our Lord. Question is, will we be more aware of these opportunities? I certainly pray so. Want us to look again at verse 33. As the two men were about to leave, Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it's good that we're here. We should construct three shrines, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he didn't know what he was saying. This second vital piece that the Lord revealed to me is, we don't need to do what Peter did. Now sure, Peter had the right idea. But his timing was wrong. Peter wanted to go and do something. But the moment in time right then and there was to simply take in, to worship and adore what they were witnessing in their very eyes. 2023 application. Sometimes words are not what's needed. But instead our presence, and our ears. 
Our society has ingrained many to believe that silence is not needed. And not going to ask for a show of hands, but there may be many that never have a quiet moment, even while you're sleeping, because you may have the TV going. Or maybe you've got that radio going at all times in your ear. Again, nothing wrong with music, nothing wrong with background noise. But every now and then, that TV or that radio needs to be turned off. That we need to have silence to be able to truly listen to what the Lord is wanting to speak to us. Again, there's a fine line. There are times we need to speak, but there are also other times that our presence and our ears are what is needed most. As we look back at this week, I want you to honestly answer this question. Did we put our foot in our mouths because we didn't pray before we spoke and we missed the chance the Lord gave us to not try and capture the moment like Peter did, to not do what he did in that moment of speaking when he should have been silent. But instead, did we learn from that moment and move on? Again, he doesn't always need us to try and fix things or do something. Sometimes he just wants to be there for us or be for someone else or take that moment and allow our own tank to be filled. If we do utilize those moments, then we'll be ready for the time to come when we are to act or say something to bring witness to Him with somebody else. But sadly, we miss these opportunities because we try to fill the void with words instead of simply embracing the moment that our Lord has given to us as a tank filler. I want to give you an example of this. Don't know if you recalled or even saw it, but there was a sunrise on Valentine's Day that was absolutely breathtaking this morning. As that morning came, I wasn't trying to take a picture. I just looked up in the sky and it was red and the clouds were kind of had the breaks in it and that red in the clouds. You know, no camera could even possibly do it justice. Instead, I just stared up at the sky for several minutes and was just thinking about how awesome our Lord is. Folks, in that moment, my tank was filled for the day and ready for what was to come the rest of the day. I pray that we utilize those moments daily. He wants to do that for us if we're willing to look and listen. Notice also in verse 35 that as the cloud came over and overshadowed them, God spoke these words. This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. It's all about timing. And I pray that we allow these transfiguring moments to happen for us. And as the verse said, to take the time and listen to our Lord. 
and the direction that he has for us. So as we see, there is a time to act and bring glory to him. But there are also times to be still and soak in what the Lord is trying to bless us with or to teach us or to simply be that quiet example that he needs us to be with someone else. The way we discern which one he needs of us in any given moment is for us to ask for his direction and follow his lead and not our own. Between the scripture of the transfiguration and what the Lord wanted us to hear and learn in this time together, I pray that we will allow this day, this moment, to be embraced and to move forward following his direction and his leading. Let us pray. Oh, gracious Lord, we come before you this day thanking you for the opportunity that you've given us. Help us, Lord, to know when to speak and when to listen. Help us to realize when we're called to try and offer that encouraging word, but also to know the times when we're not called to fix it, just to soak in. Lord, there's such a fine line, and I pray that you will be crystal clear in which way we need to go. And along the way, may we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that you deserve.
Bilal.